You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Locked On Youth Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It is October. We made it. It is Friday. We are through another week. Hope you're doing well. We're going to talk a little bit about some uh, some other sports around the athletic department to start things out, and then we'll dive deep into the mailbag here on a Friday episode of the Locked On Youth Podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. That's for October 1st, 2021. Thank you for joining me today, my Utah friends and family, on a Friday edition of the Locked On Utes podcast. It is great to be with you here again. Our show is brought to you by our favoritest of favorite sponsors. That's Built Bar, BetOnline.ag, Price Picks. Uh, we'll talk about them a little bit later, but first off, let's get started on some updates from around uh, the athletic department. Um Regarding sports that are not football or men's basketball, uh, here on the Locked On Youth Podcast, we try to focus on a broad variety of sports, and and uh, you know, uh, today is a perfect day to talk about some of the news that's coming out because there's some interesting things that are happening. For example, Utah Lacrosse is going to play two games this fall on Sunday. Uh, it's fall ball, as they like to say. Uh, Utah is going to be able to play games against Colorado Mesa and Westminster College on Sunday, October 3rd at Dumkey Field on the Westminster campus. And I hope that they wear those awesome reversible practice pennies that they got. Uh, they look so cool. So it's, I don't know if, it, if anybody, you, any of you are into it, but it's kind of like a, uh, I don't want to say gradient, but almost, it almost looks like a tie dye at the very bottom of a mountain range. Um, Maybe like a maybe spray paint kind of way. You would think that somebody who sells uniforms for a living would have better descriptive terms uh, than just you know tie dye or spray paint. But they are beautiful. I love them. Uh, in fact, I think if you brought back that uh, almost tie dye looking design on the sleeves of a Utah football jersey, people might actually like them uh, way better than the clip art. Sorry to those who are still in recovery from the clip art uh, era of the Mountain Uniforms. Those two games will be the only fall games with the Utes ushering in a new era under head coach Andrew McMinn. It says here on the University of Utah website, uh, he did take over on August 24th, 2021. Uh, this will be his first season. It'll be the Utes' first season in the ASUN, the conference that they joined to play lacrosse. A lot of that was so that they didn't have to travel so much uh, it'll be very exciting to see what they do, um, and I'm excited to see this team. Um, I, I, you know, we didn't get to see a ton of them last year as things were still trying to, uh, you know, shape themselves out. And so it's cool that they'll get to play these two games. Uh, they'll play Colorado Mesa at 11 a.m. followed by a 1 p.m. start against Westminster. Um, you can go watch those games. Attendance is free, so. Uh, you know, if you don't have anything else going on on a Sunday, I mean, who who would ever have plans on a Sunday in the fall? It's not like those are jam packed with some uh, 
some sort of television event or, or anything, you know, resembling uh, a sport that uh, our nation essentially worships. Um, that was my pathetic attempt to try and be uh, sarcastic about NFL Sundays. But, you know, if you need to get a break from the couch, it's a great way to get out. You know, take your phone with you, stream the red zone so you can catch all that stuff. Uh, you really only need to watch the witching hour anyways, so the, the last two minutes of most of those games. Um, you know, everything is just built up to that point where things get chaotic. Um, so go out and watch those games if you want. Uh, I highly recommend getting into lacrosse. Lacrosse is so much fun. One of my favorite sports to watch. Also, women's basketball opened their practice for the 2021-22 season uh, on the 30th, so Thursday. Um, and that's – it'll be interesting to see yeah, – I, I, interesting. I don't know enough about the, this iteration of the women's basketball team uh, to really give a full opinion on it. But I do know people who do. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to Amanda Smith. She does a color for the radio broadcast. And Amanda is amazing. She is seriously one of the most talented media people in this market. Uh, we are super lucky to have her. So we'll get her on at some point to kind of give us the rundown uh, on everybody. Uh, somebody that I'm excited about, Deja Young. She's a transfer from uh, Tennessee Martin. She played in 56 career games there with 45 starts. Uh, left after the 2020-2021 season, averaging 12.7 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 steal. Very skilled athlete. Uh, I just, you know, as I'm looking through the roster here, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of talent, I think, um, in the program. And, and Lynn Roberts has done a phenomenal job building that program. They'll return six players from last year's squad. Brenna Maxwell, Kemery Martin, um, both led the Utes in scoring with 12.8 and 11.1 points per game, respectively. Uh, second re leading rebounder and top shot blocker Peyton McFarlane also returns. Uh, in addition to Deja, the uh, welcome transfers Isabel Palmer and uh, Maka Jackson. Uh, Palmer came from Texas, was part of that 2020-21 team um, where she actually redshirted uh, Jackson comes from Texas Tech. She played 48 games in her two years there as a Red Raider. Um, also incoming freshmen, Ines Vieira, uh, Gianna Knipins, and uh, Jenna Johnson joined the Utes this season as well. So it does look like the women's basketball team has some solid talent. And I'm excited to talk to Amanda because Amanda will have all the inside details on that. Started practice yesterday. It's good to have basketball back. Um, you know, if, if nothing else, if for nothing else other than to just, um, you know, have one more sport to talk about right now. And I'm looking forward to seeing the women's basketball team compete. They're always fun. They're always competitive. Those games are really fun to attend. Uh, season tickets for them are incredibly inexpensive. You can get GA uh, season tickets for $25. You can get floor seats for $100. You're never going to get better seats than if you go watch a women's basketball game. So this is my uh, unofficial plug for the women's basketball team, something that's definitely worth going and, and watching, uh, especially you know it, where we haven't been able to go up and, and watch games previously. And I, I really am excited about uh, this team. I think there's a lot of potential with them. And um, moving forward, you know, we'll see how things go. Another update from around the athletic department as women's tennis is set to host the Utah invite. They'll welcome Weber State, New Mexico, and Utah State this weekend. Uh, tennis team has been very strong uh, for the last few years. That program 
has really, really improved. So we'll give you an update next week when we have some results from them. Also, women's soccer was in competition on Thursday. They dropped a close one to Washington State 1-0. That game was up at Ute Field. Uh, first kick uh, match tip. I don't – I someday I'll uh, buckle down and learn all the lingo for soccer. Uh, I really need to. But uh, tough effort for the uh, for the women's soccer team as Washington State, who is a very, very good team. If you listen to our episode earlier, they're 8-1-1 and and 2-0 in the Pac-12. Uh, outshot the Utes 20-7. to um, you know, Utah had seven saves to Washington State's two, so that gives you kind of an idea of, of everything that was going on there. Um, just a, a great effort from the women's soccer team to stay that competitive against a Washington State team. Uh, they were not able to score a goal until later in the second half uh, at with 17, 76 minutes uh, already gone by in the game. They Grayson Lynch... Uh, was assisted by Margie DeTrizio to take the 1-0 lead. That's how the score ended. So a, a pretty solid effort for our Utah women's soccer team there. Uh, that wraps up kind of what we've been talking about in terms of all the other uh, athletic department sports that are competing currently and just giving you a little rundown for that. In the meantime, we're going to get to your mailbag questions on the other side. But I wanted to take this minute to talk to you about my favorite nutritional snack. That's Built Bar. You know this already. Uh, just got a box of the cherry lime in the mail, and I was surprised. I really liked it. I don't know that it's a top five for me, but it's a good change of pace. And, you know, and uh, it's embarrassing how many built boxes of Built Bar I have. I'm all, for, I'm all right admitting that. Um, you know, I, I think some of it comes with the territory where you talk about it so much and, and kind of become – a uh, mouthpiece here on the podcast for Built Bar. You know, people ask me all the time how I feel about Built Bar uh, sponsoring BYU and uh, how I feel about them sponsoring the podcast. And I usually just unwrap a Built Bar right in front of them and eat it because it's delicious. And on top of that, it's also a very uh, nutritional protein bar. It comes with up to 18 grams of protein, uh, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and 4 to 5 grams of net carbs, depending on which flavor you go with. Again, I mentioned the cherry lime. They have uh, they had a salted pretzel that I missed out missed out on that it looked pretty tasty. Um, you know, Sometimes they'll send us new flavors to try. The cookie dough chunk, uh, I hope you got a box of that. That's another really good one. I've enjoyed the banana cream puffs, uh, another one of my favorites. So they're always experimenting and, and coming out with new New flavors, new styles of bars. Uh, you can go get your own box, and if you feel like you uh, need to try the variety of flavors that Built Bar has to offer, go get the variety box there. And with the promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your entire order. It's the best promo code out there. So go ahead and go to Built.com, drop that promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your order. Again, that's Built.com. Okay. Back here on the Locked On Utes podcast as part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And we're dipping into the mailbag. I know it's a cliched episode, but uh, it's been a tough week. Um, I want to uh, let me start this out by saying thank you to everybody who reached out to me asking if I was doing okay. Uh, I, I'm doing fine. I, I really am. Um, you know, I, I think there are people out there that definitely need the concern more than I do. 
that being said, I would be remiss if I didn't express how much gratitude I have that people care that much about me. Um, I think that a lot of the the wavering and everything like that that you've probably heard in my voice, the the heartache and everything like that is just because, uh, you know, when you have conversations with people about what's going on in the U right now, it is hard. Um, it is a lot to carry. And, you know, uh, I feel like I've been broken record when I say this. So we're just going to drop into the mailbag questions and try and answer them as best as possible. Um, there may not be some great answers to some of these questions, but all of them were really great questions. Uh, so I appreciate everybody who tweeted them out. Let's get first uh, to our good friend Peace, Love, and Utes. Wid said our safeties are dinged up. How will we move around our defense if they're not available for USC? Do you think Nate Ritchie's mission president is a Utah fan? Uh, you know what? Um, boy. Uh, it's a shame that they couldn't just reschedule that game against USC to play out there in New Hampshire because uh, I'm sure that that would, would you know benefit the Utes. Uh, the safety stuff is interesting. So Brandon McKinney's got a lower, a lower body injury as far as I can interpret. Um, uh, my good friend Scotty Stevens, uh, uh, photographer extraordinaire, uh, amazing graphic designer. In fact, if you follow the Social Hall Sports podcast, he's the one who designed uh, their logo. Um, Scotty is just brilliant, fantastic, and also a dear, dear friend. He sent me a picture that he took at the Utah game of McKinney's leg being bent in a direction that legs are not supposed to go. So he actually played for a couple quarters after that. I would assume that that's the, the primary injury unless there was another one. Uh, I didn't see what happened to Vontae Davis. That being said, um, you know, uh, I, I would expect that with two weeks to rest up, that at least one of the three injured safeties will be able to come back. Um, but Kamoi Latu was fine. Uh, in fact, I thought Kamoi Latu brought a lot of energy and passion to the game. That was great. Uh, it was also great to see T Boney make a, make an appearance. Mr. Uh, Mr. PhD himself, uh, longest tenured player at the university of Utah currently. Yes. He's been there longer than Britton Covey. Yes. He's older than Britton Covey. No T Boney, uh, did not serve a mission at the, uh, while he attended the university of Utah. Um, I've sung his praises for what he's done off the field for players. And I finally got to see him in action. He even blitzed on a play. So that was super exciting to see, uh, but I, you know, he, he was plenty capable. I mean, I don't think that there was anything that I saw from uh, Tyrone Young Smith, aka number thirty-three. Um, that was another shocker because he was twenty-seven at one point earlier this year. I didn't see a whole ton from him that I was just like, oh no, oh no, no, no. You know, um, it does help that he's like thirty-eight years old and has that grown man strength going on. So, shout out to uh, <laughs> T Boney, who is. An absolute joy to be around. And, um, you know, I, I think there's uh, there's probably depth at the position there. And um, that may be – so Cole Bishop, I, I, was, I would assume re-injured whatever it was that he was – in, uh, whatever was hurt. Um, again, we don't get information about injuries. Uh, the only time that we ever really even knew anything about injuries was when we got to go to practices and we could see guys who were in the pit. Um, there might, there may or may not have been a media member locally who I think just ruined that for everybody. Thanks to him for telling everybody what color cast Zach Moss was wearing or wait, maybe I had it backwards for asking Zach Moss about his cast with the very first question. Whereas Steve Bartle and I just tweeted out emojis as to what color Zach's cast was. 
uh, because we like to have fun in our in our media endeavors. Anyways, uh, I'm going to stop throwing shade on that one. So I don't know who's going to be healthy. Uh, that being said, there is some depth on the roster. It, it could be a situation where Ben Renfro or or Blue Stewart, uh, Darian Stewart, are both pressed out of their red shirts uh, and pressed into action. You're going to have two weeks to get them ready. I have not heard how much they've been practicing. Um and I'll just I'll be upfront with everybody. It's been tough to get actual football information, and it's really hard to ask for football information. Um, the the bits and pieces that I've heard here and there, and, and the few um, you know uh, sources around the program type situations have been uh, mostly talking about the uh, the logistics surrounding Aaron Lowe's death, and um, so not a ton of chatter regarding that kind of stuff. Having said that. There are some options. Uh, you know, I think most people would think logically that it would be Nephi Sewell who would move, uh, especially with the way Karene Reed was playing on Saturday. I don't think that's going to happen. I think you're more likely to see something like Zamaya Vaughn, who has been playing at the corner position. He'd probably get a look at some safety. Uh, and I know that they really, really like Zamaya, so that's a, that's an easy move to make. Um, you know, another one, Drew Rawls who is a corner, he's an option to move him over to safety. Uh, another one uh, it, that it could be possible, you know, it could be possible that Malone Mateele, uh would move out of the nickel position if you felt like you had some some depth there. Uh, but, you know, with JT Broughton being injured as well, uh, that does impact the depth a little bit there at the uh, the, the the cornerback position as well. You know, and Fabian Marks has taken his lips licks. There's no doubt about that. Um, but he he's shown him some improvement, and and I know that he can play it. So maybe what you do is you just scheme against your traditional stuff and go with more zone, like they have, you know, in 2020. It's a little bit more familiar to these guys, and they have tried to adapt that stuff. So uh, there are some options there with what they can do with the safety position for sure. Um, and if all else fails, Morgan Scally, next man up. I'm pretty sure that uh, T Boney would loan you 33, your old high school number. I'm not sure who where is 25 on the roster. It is Jalen Dixon. So throw another 25 out there, and you can play on defense. I'm almost positive Scally doesn't have any eligibility left though. At Red SLC 1012 asks, what happened to RJ Hubert? Did he have to retire? Uh, so we haven't haven't heard word about RJ retiring officially yet. Uh, I know that, so it was another uh, season-ending injury in the spring. It was pretty bad. Um, it, uh, again, they don't tell us specifics with that kind of stuff. Um, and, and when you try to ask people about it, they all just kind of, eh. Um, so... I, we did get a chance to talk to him briefly as he was walking by. I think he's got a new baby or, or, or uh, you know, a, a, a newborn. Um, that is honestly one of the cutest kids I've ever seen. Uh, but it did seem like he was starting, you know, initially from what I'd heard, it, the plan was that he was just going to retire. And then they kind of talked him out of that a little bit, said, why don't you go through rehab, see how you're feeling. And, and it seemed like he was actually starting to feel pretty good. He's not going to be back in time for this season, though. Uh, that's just out the window. But there is a, a, a slim possibility that he could return. And, um, you know, it, the other thing, too, is that maybe we're just so conditioned by wit not answering those questions that we've kind of stopped asking about injuries. And uh, 
that could be something that we should do probably more often as media members. So also, uh, having a broadcasting background, maybe, you know, why is it so dang hard to get free over the air TV on a streaming service? Love that the youths are on national Fox, but finding a way to watch is tricky. Every streaming cloud-based option requires more hardware and an antenna. So that's the biggest thing is that most of those signals, I think the way they're broadcast over air, um, you know, the, the cable companies and whatnot pay to actually like transfer the, the signal or the feed. Um, you know, it's kind of like Sirius XM, you know, where they just bring all the feeds together on, onto the, the one, the one, uh, interface of the platform so i think that's the biggest problem um i they're they're probably and i have to i'd have to dig deep on this and i kind of i tried to read up on it a little bit um i know that there was a company that at one point in time uh called lowcast um that was streaming just the local network channels like abc cbs fox and abc um but there was a uh court decision that went in favor of the national national broadcast uh, groups so your options really are just either the antenna or a, a cable package you could do like hulu live or, or trials or, or stuff like that um so the 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 work around the lowcast try to use was they try to consider themselves a non-profit uh and just collected users donations to maintain um so it was free, um, you know, but uh, they were sued by the, the major networks said that they needed a license to rebroadcast copyrighted TV programs. So uh, there's your answer right there is that it's it's the licensing aspect of it. So, um, yeah, licensing sucks. Let's just be honest. It's like uh, patents and uh, trademarks. There's more ways for people to make money. And speaking of ways for people to make money, yep, that's right. It's money-making season here on the Locked on Youth podcast because we're sending you out to betonline.ag, which is back and better than ever as all eyes are on the gridiron for teams being back on the field for another football season. BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code locked on to receive your bonus. That's a 100% or excuse me, 50% welcome bonus using that promo code locked on. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for this 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and get that money-making season in gear. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. As if that wasn't enough to wet your money-making whistle, have you guys heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love it. I know you will too. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you might not have ever even heard of, like Sincere McCormick from UTSA, who is a uh, 
under-the-radar Heisman Trophy candidate and somebody that if you're into those deep football dives, you should absolutely be watching. Uh, all of your uh, prize picks offers props that you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. Uh, anyone who deposits and uses the promo code Locked On will receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use the promo code Locked On. You pick two to five players and an over-under on the projections. You can end up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus those projected numbers. Prize picks allows uh, multi or mixed sports entries. You can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. With basketball coming up, you can take running Utes basketball and you could take uh, uh, football and Utes and, and, and have some real fun with that. Uh, so use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use the promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, back here on the Locked On Youths podcast as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, wrapping up our mailbag. Uh, at Imantra, uh, aka Emily, asked me who is your favorite little rascal. I think anybody who says anything other than buckwheat is likely a liar. That's not true. I think a lot of people will likely say uh, uh, Spanky. Um, that's fine. You know, I'm not gonna argue with anybody who who likes to go uh, Spanky. If you say Alpha Alpha, especially if it's the 1992 version, I question you severely. Uh, you are likely scum between Alf Alpha's toes in that case. At a McCullough 105 asks, if a Smurf were to choke, what color would he turn? And this is an interesting question because I think it opens up a dilemma. Are Smurfs really blue or do they just have the appearance of blue? And it's more of a Columbia blue. So does a Smurf go from like that Columbia blue or that kind of light blue to maybe a navy? Does it go purple? Uh, what if they go brown? Um, you know, I'm not not real savvy to what happens when blue. I mean, when blue doesn't have oxygen, or, or when blood is without oxygen, it's already blue. Uh, so I don't know what color blue blood goes when it uh, runs out of oxygen. Maybe it goes brown. Let's go with that. Let's go brown. I like brown. Brown it is. Alrighty. Uh, Jesse fifteen eighty five asks not so much question but a memory. Aaron Lowe tweeted that he was entering the transfer portal. Local media even started reporting on it. However, the date was 4-1-19, shortly after we tweeted something of the fact of April Fool's. Uh, I am 1,000% a Ute. Uh, that was Aaron. You know, he loved being a Ute. He loved that, that program. He loved his teammates. And uh, if you haven't had a chance to read either Josh Newman article in the Salt Lake Tribune or see some of the video footage that the university put out, uh, I highly recommend it. Um, it's going to make you cry. Look, and, and you know, you might think that maybe you're out of tears and then you read that and you think, oh, nope, there's still some more in there. And I think that, you know, as someone who still is getting emotional over Ty Jordan stuff, uh, when they do the in between third and fourth quarter cheer, uh, you know, I, I don't know that there's uh, for sure there's no shame in it. Um, I don't know that that's going to be, you know, any different anytime soon. Uh, this feels like one of those stretches of time and, and some of those instances that are just going to impact this university for a very, very long time. So uh, at short stack, you what's your nightmare matchup by position unit against USC? And why is it USC wide receiver versus our secondary? Because Drake London is embarrassing every secondary in the country. 
It doesn't matter who they play. He's going to go get the ball, and he's going to go get it. He's going to be a first-round pick, and he's probably going to make millions of dollars in the NFL. Uh, so, yeah, that – I mean, there, there's not really a whole lot. It's, 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 it's Drake's versus Utah. So Drake London, Drake Jackson, those are really the two that scare me. Uh, less worried if it's like Jackson Dart starting at quarterback. But we'll break that down more a little bit next week. You know, Obviously, Dart's not going to be starting because he had the uh, meniscus surgery. So I just need to circle back and make sure that everybody knows Jackson Dart will not be starting, as far as I know, unless there's been some sort of miracle uh, cure for menisci uh, surgery that – uh, makes it heal in less than six weeks. If there is, boy, do I wish I would have had that back in my day. Alrighty, last question for us. The tragic passing of Aaron Lowe coupled with the recent injuries really impacts the depth at DB. How severe were the injuries, and who do you see taking over the safety spots until the starters are healthy? Kind of talked about this earlier, but I wanted to kind of bridge this into a, bi- a bigger thing um, about the injuries and just about how we get information. Um, it's really hard to 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 get things from the University of Utah football team, anyways, right? Like, there's not a lot of people out there that are that are very talkative. You know, it, it's very well emphasized that you're not supposed to talk to the media, not supposed to share things. They have what's called, uh, you know, uh, people who speak on behalf of the team uh, sources so to speak, um, you know, and, and those have been uh, quiet, you know, this week. I'm just going to be honest about it. Uh, on top of that, we haven't had any media availability, so we haven't been able to ask anybody anything. And, and really, you know, those media sessions, and, and it's part of the reason why it was so rough for media members when we weren't able to be up there and be in person is because you can't go ask questions afterwards when it's off the record. And, and people are a little bit more open, a little bit more upfront with you when it's off the record. Uh, I know that's crazy talk, but that's really how it goes. And so I don't know the severity of the injuries. Um, uh, I think we'll probably have a better idea starting next week, uh, especially once we can, um, you know, uh, when we can chat with uh, with with the uh, with Coach Whittingham if he has availability and, and just everything else. So that's going to wrap up the show for tonight. I want to say again, thank you to everybody for. For listening, it's insane that despite there is so much going on that people are still tuning in. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, it was a massive month for the Locked On Podcast Network, like record-setting stuff that you know is just really, really uh, through all the, the the difficulties and everything like that. There have been a lot of uh, uh, silver linings. Um, you know, not the kind of thing that uh, you know can overtake the the pain of loss or, uh, you know, anything like that, but, um, the kind of stuff that gets you through. So, um, on a personal note, just thank you everybody for tuning in. Thank you so much for all your kind words. Uh, remember we are your first listen of the day. You can follow us on every podcast platform for free. Please do so if you haven't already. My name is Brian Brown. Find me on Twitter at Brown Bear SLC. You can follow the show at Locked On Utes or email us LockedOnUtes at gmail.com. This has been the Locked On Utes podcast for a Friday, October 1st, and we will talk to you again after the weekend.